Alright guys, welcome to another episode of CB Podcast. Yes, this is our City Music Podcast Circuit Breaker Series number 2. Today we got yeah. special guests with us. <laughs> yeah. We got Ma from yeah. Tone House. We got Ma from Tone House, man. Yo, what's up, man? What's up? Yo. Hey. Okay, look at my, look at my, I'm like representing Tone House. Alright. Okay, I do have, but I need to get one. Represent you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alright, okay. so today we have Ma from Tonehouse Studios at Park Lane, Singapore, right? And Ma is also a, a professional bassist, but I guess like all, all of us just like stay a professional stay home bassist nowadays, <laughs> right? But so Ma, like what like what got you into music in the first place? Ah, uh, okay. So my brother, uh, he's Chen Wei. If any of the listeners are older older guys. Mm-hmm. He was bringing in bases and equipment under this label called Red Dot Music. Oh, okay. Like, like 10-15 years ago, I think. Mm. Yeah, he was one of the first few to, to bring in all those unknown bases, like booty bases, like uh, he's bringing Lakeland, North Strand. Yeah, these two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I had like all these $8,000, $10,000 bases in the house. Because back then, the US dollar was still like 1.8, 1.9. Mm-hmm. They, they were really like just sitting there and then I would just fiddle with them at home and then my brother would be practicing as well. So I just grew up, I guess, with like bases around the house. So I was practicing piano and then there were bases there. So, I mean, it was kind of like natural thing for me to, to mm-hmm. translate into, into that. Like, yeah. And I think I got a good first step because I already went into like what how good a bass can be. Starting out for like a two hundred dollar bass and then you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I no wonder no wonder you use like Roscoe. Huh? <laughs> it was a gentle progression from from like this cheapest one patch to no brandless bass and then I like I got a Yamaha TRB JP two. Mm-hmm. I got a F bass DN six then went down to a BN five, then another BN five. Then I traded it for the Roscoe. Has it been basses the whole way? I instrument. I grew up playing piano, classical piano. Okay. Oh shit! So my mom forced me to finish my grade eight before I could do anything else. Oh, yeah. oh grade eight, eh? What a flex? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone has. <laughs> no, I don't. But I got I got grade eight for bass la, but that's like Trinity yeah. Oh. But no, I think like Trinity and like ABSM is like very different things. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Like Trinity is very practical, ABRSM is like more theory. Actually, I, I didn't really get a lot of things from, even after grade 8, you know, I was super clueless when it came, like, I was very clueless when it came to pop. Mm-hmm. I, couldn't read, I couldn't read chords, like, even to a great cluster pianist, what's a chord? Like 1, 3, 5, uh, maybe 7. Yeah, yeah. 7. Yeah, your idea of extensions don't exist. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, there's no such word in like classical. classical right, right, right. Because classical, you just read the target and just play like the notes they are told. Yeah, yeah. And they don't explain to you how how the chord sounds like, what chord sounds like. They don't. Yeah, that, that's why I also find it so funny sometimes when I hear people who say they 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 they, they are actually great eight pianists and then yeah, but when I ask them to sit down and play, then they they need a score or something. Yeah, they, they <laughs> must. Yeah, yeah. I, like we have an intern now, right? And she just like she can only play from score. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was me. I that was as far as great piano gets you, you just look at the score in front of you, you replicate it and then Yeah, but sight reading is still magic. Uh. Yeah, sight reading okay, sight <laughs> reading is a is a difficult ability in itself. Uh. 
right? So I think you know that I, you can't really group classical and like contemporary pop music stuff together because it's a different approach to music, right? It's a different approach. Yeah. And yeah. I think, but I think like it'll be best of, of both worlds is like people like dabble a bit both are to understand like learn how to sight read, right? I agree, and you know, you know, perhaps one of the most beneficial things I, I feel for classical lessons, right, mm-hmm. is is that if they look at the score mm-hmm. and then they break down everything into chords, which I, I think sometimes they do, but like into chords, like into pop chords, uh-huh. you know, classical score and pop chords, and then you see how they arrange the, the notes mm-hmm. in, that, in that score. I think that is super beneficial because actually classical music is very very complex. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Wow. Like, both like the voicings for corn. Mm. I think that's why people go to music school to learn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, I have a confession. Uh, I can only read bass clef. <laughs> I can't read treble clef, bro. It's okay, we don't have to, right? <laughs> I mean, like, I don't, like, not this, like, no one really gives, like, Taugi scores already. But, yeah. like, because I, uh, yeah, I just, like, didn't really. <laughs> Then scrub up, I never really like, learn treble clef. But I should, I really should. Especially now that I'm staying home, uh, I should like, take the time to like, force myself to learn how to side treble clef. And you will use it to play the flute? <laughs> 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 nah, but I think it's like, sometimes, sometimes you look at scores, like, as, like sometimes you want to transcribe stuff, and sometimes they will go like, especially like, you read at piano scores, yeah. then you, you can't read the treble clef, then it's like, wow, shit. Then, like, you just like, figure out the melody or so. Mm. I learned grade one only. Uh. Halfway there, I quit. Eh? <laughs> I didn't even take the exam. Yeah, it's like no, uh, my 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 family is like no no. There's no music in my family, so like like no piano, no 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 nothing. Really? So, like, my only background was recorder in primary school. Uh. Oh my god, recorder. Good times, yeah. man. Good times, good times. And the thing, the click click click, uh, was it? I don't know what's that thing. <laughs> castanet, like castanet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, That's you know, all in like, school, right? Like, uh, so like, they got music exam, right? And then I went to learn the Titanic song on the recorder just to flex. Oh! Yeah, just to flex, man. Wah. But I can't, you want me to play now, I can't really, yeah. <laughs> So, Ma, yesterday I heard from, from Jace that you actually studied law. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, yeah. You, how do you get there? How <laughs> yeah, I get there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No luck, man. Just, uh... Uh, I'm just kidding, but um, I actually actually I wasn't so smooth sailing for me. I I was uh I I got L one my L one R five was twelve. Mm. I wasn't like great student. Mm. I wasn't like those like six point students. Not yeah. like those four point students, right? We we know all those guys, right? Yeah, better than me. Yeah. Better than me. No, my L one five is shit. It's okay, but <laughs> so after that uh. I went to JC and actually retained one year because I took science stream. Mm. Yeah, so I, I, it was, it was bad because I didn't know what was happening in class and I am just not science inclined. Yeah. So I, I, I my, my first, first year grades was U U U E S. Wow. <laughs> okay. U U U is the worst grade you can get. Like, like U is the worst grade in JC. That means you're so bad you just failed. Yeah. yeah. It's like ungraded like So like it's so bad they didn't want to bother. Yeah. There's no grade. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I retained that. I switched over to art stream. Then I did, I did much better after that. So I, I managed to make it to SMU Law. And I guess the next question would be why Law, but it's, it was not really a super conscious choice. It was more like 
because when you took arts in JC, you could only take those fluffy subjects like business, FASS, economics, psychology. You know, psychology is not FASS. So I just took the least fluffy one of this. This was JC. I think there's no real reason. Okay, I also don't like it. I study interior architecture and design. That's what you say is right. It's not a conscious choice when that kind of thing happens. I mean, I studied computer science, so but here I am. Yo, what's up, man? Yeah, I studied computer science. Here I am. You are. I'm more surprised than you guys are, man. I'm an architect. Architect inside the music shop. Nah, I am. It's city music tech support lah. Like actually, really am ah. Yeah, it's quite nice lah. Is it you do one ah? Yeah. Ah really ah? Sorry, what what? For city music, the layout you do one ah? Oh no no. As in the website ah? Yeah, website website is like we we have a we have a host and then we just like add our elements in ah. Yeah no. The layout the layout the layout the shop. Yeah no there are no. Oh the the. Currently, I mean Alvin got input right, like on the current layout, like when we were redesigning. No, not even me. <laughs> oh yeah, but that's true. Okay, cause like, cause our big boss, wife is actually a legit architecture. So. Oh. Yeah. They're real, yeah. real, real architect. <laughs> real architect. So she made all the choices. Right? She made a lot of the choices, I think. Who's the real boss? Uh. uh wait. Yeah. So I I don't know, I guess like brief history about city music, right? We are family business. I mean we are not in a family la, right? But we are family, right, right Alvin? It it is a family business. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so so uh yeah, currently the the I mean like I think most people see the our two directors, right? Ying Long and Sing Long, the two brothers. Right, our bosses. Then like so but like the owner and founder of the company, uh Willy Ho is their father. Willy Ho. Yeah. Willy Ho. Willy Ho. Yeah. So you see him in the showroom sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you see him in the showroom, right? So he's a he's a he's a big boss, right? And he's the founder of City Music, lah. So like we owe everything to him, ah. Oh. Yeah. Who's that? Yes. Yeah. The two of them. Sing Long and King Long. King Long. Yeah. And now, effectively, the two sons, uh, the brothers, run the show, lah. Yeah. Sales director and marketing director. So that's what's happening there. Yeah. So, but but we are all like family there, right? Yeah. But do they do they only do city or like do do other things also? I mean, there's also our Malaysia side lah, the CK music. CK. CK. CK music. Yeah, that's the Malaysia branch. KL. KL. Yeah. How's it doing? It's it's not bad, it's not bad, but like Malaysia now lockdown. Also lockdown with us, ah. Yeah. But like the the products there a bit different from a bit different from what we have here, lah. Cause like for example, Martin guitars is not under us in Malaysia. Oh, different distributorships, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slight differences, lah. But we still have like Cop, Black Star, Hucky, all these. I see, I see, I see. Always cool, man. Yeah. So it's like if you see our like if you buy something from CD Music, you see a plastic bag, right? Like one side is CD Music, the other side is CK Music. Oh, I never knew. Yeah, so that's why. Yeah, but we did CD Music managed to survive the the Swedish tyranny. Tyranny. Oh, 
I think like like at one point in time where we got very aggressive, right? Then they fall over like like Munu from you guys. They yeah. are still uh. They are still, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the thing is like like for me, like back then, I think uh, this is before I started music, uh, like uh, Mono like brought in by like Mono Line Six all this is was brought in by City Music. Yeah. Right? Then after that, like Sweetie straight out bought Mono, like the company. So Sweetie owns Mono. Yep. And then like Yamaha bought Line Six. Yeah. <laughs> so like we do not own those distributor rights anymore, lah. Yeah. Yeah. But then like I guess like we we diversify, like mm-hmm. so like we do have mono, so we we got distributorship for Reunion Blues. Yeah. Like which I have like more people of like one here. I want to make. Yeah. Blues. I I got one here and one more inside the cupboard. Right. <laughs> and that's why I use for touring. It's a great bag. I endorse full endorse. Hey, you know yeah. Snucky Puppy also use Reunion Blues. Is it? Yeah, like look at Michael Lee, right? he got so many of them. Yeah. Oh. M6, yeah. Right. But it's good, it's good travel bag. It's, it's harder than the Mono. The Mono is yeah. quite, quite flimsy. Right? Yeah, so I also have a Mono, but like I don't use it anymore just because like I don't dare to travel with the Mono, especially like with my current bases now. Yeah, well, then you'll get squashed. Yeah. Your yeah. current bases better no, man. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like the thing is, I think. I think one really good thing is that right now Reunion Blues are cheaper than like the Reunion Blues Continental which is the top of the line mm. which I think is better than the Vertigo right it's actually cheaper than the Vertigo I thought it's a Voyager yeah uh, Continental Voyager Continental yeah, Voyager uh, the higher series the whole, the whole series called Continental Voyager la. right and it's actually like Alvin Young did you want to help me pull up the yeah sure I got like, it RBC right here RBC V2 okay I'm gonna pull out our website. Uh-huh. RBC B2. Yeah. Alright, so that, that's what both Ma and I are using for our business. It's a crazy good bag, and there's a lot of storage space. I think like, that's the biggest thing for me. A B4, sorry. The base yeah, one sorry. is B4. Yeah, yeah. yeah storage space. Yeah. Is like, you see, so my mono was uh, the new Vertigo, right? So the, the zip is a slanted one. So like there's no storage space at all. Yeah. Like, you put one laptop in, you put one strap, and then like you've got barely space for any cables. But no, then like... It doesn't fit anything. Yeah, man. But yeah. like the Continental, right? There's like front pouch and there's like the back pouch also. Yeah. So much space, alright. But I guess like I think like, one thing is like we we are constantly like updating our lineup of stuff. Like we want to keep ahead of the trend, uh, right? Like what we where we think like the next step in music is. I think that is like we were one of the first companies to like really like, focus. So we used to like do acoustic pianos. Like we started out doing acoustic pianos, right? Like back then, way back then, like before we were born, like the company did like acoustic pianos and then we had a music school apparently right but then like when the boss like the current generation like the brothers took over then like we started diversify into doing digital pianos because that we like we see you know it's safe spacing like it's safe space saving and then like there's no need to tune and which is why now you don't see us doing any acoustic pianos now like we focus on digital pianos and then we saw that people moving on the modulus and then we just like started bringing multi effects we, we carried Casio once upon a time. Yeah. 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 And that was so like, uh, crazy. We try to yeah. We try to stay ahead of the curve, oh. like you know. 
like see where the the tech music technology trend is. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Actually, I'm curious. Are people still buying those like uh those lower end digital pianos? Mm-hmm. Are people still buying it? Like yeah, people are still buying. Like our most popular model is like the LP three eighty. That's like thousand ish, right? For the wow. niche. Is. is that what you meant by the lower range, or you mean like a? Five yeah. six hundred, but even even those also got la, like the B one B one S. Yeah, B one B one. B two now lah, not B two. Yeah, <laughs> you have the you have the D one in your studio, right? Like people, a lot of people are buying those, right? Because oh, like, the D one. Yeah, that's the D one, right? Because it's like it's affordable, but it like feels good. it feels good and yeah, it sounds good, right? Yeah. I think important thing is the key bit for digital piano. Important thing is key bit. Yeah. It has to feel like a real piano lah. I mean, it would actually feel like a real piano, but... Yeah, but it's as close as you can get at a low, much lower price point, and like, so much smaller. Yeah, and all the grades, all the grades are playing on digital pianos already anyway, so... Yeah, uh, anyway, yeah, that's, that's the thing, right? Because, I mean, like, realistically speaking, I mean, we are living in such a small country, who can, like, fit, like, even, don't, like, don't even talk about grand piano, like, even acoustic piano, upright piano now, it's yeah. like barely any space. Yeah. Mm. Well, actually, I just like whole went, we went on a whole different tension. Yeah, okay. Talking about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So like, so you went to, so you went to law. Okay. But wh- why did you like <laughs> pull, pull all the way back? Uh? Yeah. So we just pull all the way back. So it's like, like, like from law, like why do you suddenly become like full time musician? Uh, I I actually started playing in in church like many other musicians I know did. Um. Then what happened? Ah? So I, I, I after that I, I started playing in I started playing in JC. Mm-hmm. So I joined like this JC band and then we were playing for stuff. Mm-hmm. Then after that in uni, I joined the uni band. Then I started playing for some singer songwriters back then, Jamie Wong, oh, okay. uh Natalie, uh Jessica Rowan. John Chong, John Tan Chong. you session for them? Yeah, I was sessioning for them, like these nice. singer writers. And, uh, or oh, even, yeah, Nathan Hatono also. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, if you guys didn't oh. know, like, Ma is the basis for Nathan Hatono. Yeah, so, so back in JC, he was my junior, actually. Mm. So, oh, oh. only after I left JC and I went to uni, then he called me back to play bass for him. He was, he came back from, was it Berkeley or somewhere, I don't know. Oh. And then he was, he was just starting up, nobody knew him yet. Hmm. He was only known for his jazz singing, like 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 as a kid, because he had, he had cut some I think cut some jazz cover albums, and then like he was actually quite known for that, but never for his own things. Right, coming out his own identity, like separate from whatever he used to be back then. Hmm. Okay. So I had all these opportunities to play, and I also managed to land a gig in the English top forty scene. Mm. Which sort of led me into the mental pop scene, and then after that, it just continued all the way. Oh. It was just a series of, good, well, some of like good fortune being right at the right time, just being seen playing, and people appreciating your craft for what you do. Sometimes, mm. because your music speaks for itself. When people hear you play, when you play, people they, and they like what they hear, then you got a job. You know? yeah. there's, no, there's no paper, there's no qualification for it. That's true, that's true. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's the act, it's the act that, that, that comes out from 
Yeah, like you just need to go out and like get seen and get heard and like make friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you it's yeah that that is the yeah. yeah. So, funny enough, mine was the reverse. I started out in like the Mendo scene first before mm. going into the English scene. Ah. Uh, like, no J like, scene, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was quite, quite fortunate to to have like to like have gone to the mental scene because that that is the trend now, right? Like yeah, bilingual and. But I don't. I honestly, I come like right now. You are like mostly doing mendo stuff, right? Mendo kento. Yeah, still, still mostly mendo kento. But yeah. but I mean, my like TMD, the band I play at Switch oh. is we. It the it's still very fairly like half our repertoire is English. Mm-hmm. Even though we we in effect play more mendo songs, I guess. But we still we still take efforts to learn a lot of English songs. Yeah. Like I now like I used to like I but I stopped playing Mendo like now like I think the last time I played Mendo was when I sub for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a that was a train wreck. <laughs> Cannot. Uh, like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's not easy. I think like I think like a lot of people tend to think like like cover band like you know like cover pop songs is like very it's an easy job because you know oh, four chords or whatever. But it's not. It's not like being able to like able to play a large repertoire and like being able to follow a band you know and being able to comp on the spot and transpose on the spot i think it's like a whole different skill set right yes, yes, yes. yeah i think like like even like for me back then like when i just started music right i was thinking oh man pop songs are like so easy right it's like you got this like almost like elitist view on like pop song pop covers yeah but i think like and then as i when i first like started doing like op- like when I first started trying to get into playing more like working stuff right and doing open mics and I realized that wow it's like being able to like on the spot like you know just like play with AI people it's not so it's it's, it's like a whole different ball game altogether huh? yeah yeah I, I I agree I agree on 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 those points you said like uh, about transposing on the spot mm. because like. Uh, I mean, if there are any listeners here who are like wanting to get into the music scene or like wondering what it's like to play for pop, uh, if you do get a gig, chances are your singer is not going to sing in the original key. Right? Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> I mean, maybe for some, but for, for a lot of them, they're going to like plus one, plus two, and then like worst case, you plus like you plus five. Yeah, plus four, plus five, yeah, quite common. Yeah, plus four is okay, plus five is like a tritone, so. Yeah, yeah, that's why you need to like totally. Yeah. The 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 the, the, the tricone transpositions are usually a pain. Mm. Yes, uh, And um, sometimes your chart is in like in in the pop you don't get standard charts. No, not everybody is. Not everybody has the education yeah. discipline to write like nice tauge charts with chords up for you. Some of them do like uh, right, right. like Dentus, Charlene. Yeah. Oh my God, Ma, I can't read your charts. Man. I still can't read your charts. Yeah. <laughs> My charts are impossible to read for most people, even, yeah. though, even though they are very accurate and detailed. Yeah, yeah. yeah the thing is, like, I was like, looking to hero about your charts, and then he's saying your charts are very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, my, my, I, I do take pride in my charts. Yeah, of course, like, you really know what to play, like, every note to play. Yeah. But I guess, like, it's like something, I know one day I really need to sit down with you and, like, play explain to me. I actually put a document on it, how to read mass charts, it's actually in my folder. Oh, serious? Okay. All the numbers and all the, the symbols and everything. Right, right. I'll go watch that actually. Yeah, everyone makes fun of me. Everyone makes fun of me. Like, like, 
my chance are like a running joke among yeah. me to sub me la. Yeah. But, but, but he, 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 like, like I was like showing Hero about it like, and then just like he was saying that wow, your charts are damn good. So, so, so what happens is that, thanks, but anyway, so what happens is that there's actually one person who writes charts like me now. Mm. Wow, uh, really? Jelly, you know Jelly? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she's this girl basis that used to be my regular stuff. Mm. Uh, wherever I go, la. Mm. Oh, that was true. So she actually, she actually adopted my system of starting. And now, I, I, I have to say I'm extremely pleased like when I don't have a song, right? Then I open the folder and the Dropbox and I search and then I see a chart that looks exactly like mine. <laughs> it's written by someone else. <laughs> what nice. Uh. Do you yeah. have an example that we can see? I remember him telling me in the showroom how he, he, he was a... He don't know, completely don't know how to read your chart. <laughs> no, it's, it's like bargain. Because like, everybody got a different way of like writing charts. Uh. Yeah, yeah, everyone has a different way of writing charts. Especially in the it's just like every child is different. Yeah, and like I think like it's, it's a you need to be able to learn. I guess and like I think like uh recently you asked me to help you like take over a place right and then it's like all all men canto all men canto and then it's all numbers and then I realize I can't read numbers. Ah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Not, uh, what's it called? Yeah, it's called Tempo, right? Yeah, the Taiwan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need to... I can't really open it now, because I'm stupid. Uh, okay, use my iPad. Yeah, I'm trying to like, get my iPad to work. Because like, I see like download a different application, and then now, like, it can't, you auto-open. Is it on that app that you always use, Jace? On the Yeah, you know, it's actually a text. It's a text. Oh, it's a text. Like, Marshalls are text files, so... Okay, give me, give me a song you want to know. Okay, I got it. I got your work. Let's see. Let's see. Right. Okay. So wait. Can you see? Yeah. Let me just switch my screen first. Right. Right. So this. I. I don't know if it, it's a bit of clear, lah. It looks like code. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. It's for twenty-four K magic. Okay. Right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I see it. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is going on at one seven one one three? Is that are those like like tabs? So so the numbers are the numbers are like notes for the for the chord. So each chord has barrings and numbers, and each mm-hmm. of the bars is a beat kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so like, like, they are just like... Got circles or more? Different, different, there's just like so many different styles of like people charting. Right, yeah. some people just write numbers. Right, they just write like the chord numbers. Yeah. And then, especially if you play Mendo, they just, just tell you numbers. And then it's like, they just like, what? What's going on? And then, so it's just like, like it's like, it's more like a Chinese style of like, uh, the Chinese system, right? It's yeah. just like numbers, and it's just like like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, yeah. right? And then there's like a dot below and dot above, and then it's just basically a diatonic, right? It's yeah. Like just a diatonic. It's just a diatonic like uh, uh thing. So it's like your one is like, just think of it as a major scale, lah, right? And then you just 
play accordingly la. Yep. So yeah, so there are different there are so many different things to do. Like to learn, to be able to be a competent, like music working musician. Yeah. Well, okay, I mean, so I went off tangent again, uh, but well, I don't have a lot to contribute because I don't play live. <laughs> I play at home for fun. <laughs> but but you but you play great though, like I think. Anyhow one. <laughs> Like, uh, like, if you want to hear some of like, Alvin's arrangements, like, I think like, recently we had a Pokemon, like I did a Pokemon video for mm-hmm. our tuners and metronome, Pokemon tuners and metronome. Oh, I think I saw it. Yeah, yeah. So the, the metal cover, yeah. The that, was a, that was an arrangement that was sitting in my computer for a long, long time that I didn't do anything with it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but, but like, I love that arrangement so much. Nice. And, and I'm so glad that we finally got that arrangement out. Where can you see it? Yeah, you can see it on like now it's on C- our Instagram, uh, CD yeah, Music, CD Music, CD Music Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Look for the Pokemon, the Pikachu, like the Pikachu short Pikachu face. Nice. <laughs> yeah, then hopefully we try we can like make more arrangements soon. Like let Alvin's arrangements see the light of day. Because like, I think Alvin's comes with some like really sick arrangements. Uh. My arrangement now. <laughs> the S V the S V two. I realize that your price. Shout out to S V two. Yeah, I never removed. The new arrival tag is also still there. <laughs> we T loan uh, because now uh the shop is closed so we borrow stuff back to like create contents man. Yeah, like this my boring City Music has been like the the best supporter of Tonehouse. Like they just like lending me stuff all the time. Hey. Yo, so near. Yeah, so near. So just like, you know, they use we let you sample our stuff and then people like your st- like the stuff at your studio and they come over and buy. <laughs> the win-win situation. Has, uh. it has it happened yet? Yeah, it has happened. I mean, it's, a, it's a mutual thing. Then, like, you know like people try the Vox MV head in your small room, right? Oh, yeah, the small one, right? Yeah, and then like, they said, wow, this one sounds good. Then come over and buy. Then tell me, oh, because like, they try a total house. Then like, it's like, so small and so cheap and so good. Oh serious, so people have been going to buy stuff that they try. <laughs> yeah, like and like the Zoom L12, right? I guess. Yeah, L12 also, the mixer. Yeah. 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 Quite a hit. Oh wow. Yeah, so it's just it's like you no, know, it's like yes, I mean like I'm like we don't mind helping you because we are we are friends, right? But it also works out for us. I, I didn't know that you guys that you guys were selling stuff that, that we've been trying. Yeah. I, I always thought that I was just being selfish and just boring stuff and I wasn't no, sure. No, no, no. It's like there's a there's a benefit to it, la, right? I mean yeah, because at your side there are like actual musicians who are using all this equipment uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it does work out. Uh. Yeah. Oh but I agree that it translated to sales for you guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think like that's the that's my whole artist relations outreach kind of thing, right? Because like the thing is like we have all these gear but if no one knows about it and no one uses it, sees it, no one plays it, right? Then, then they don't want to, like, they don't know how good it is, right? Yeah, so you'll see, like, there are a lot we are trying our best to, like, to outreach, that like, we are sponsoring events, mm-hmm. like, working with artists, and then, like, for, like, Tone House, you know, we are, yeah. we, we, we send, try, send stuff over for you to try, like, stuff mm-hmm. and stuff. So, like, sometimes, like, if you want to, like, if you go over Tone House, like, when we are back in business, like, you can try, you know, some of our gear there. That, like, it's not all of them are not donors, uh, right? Because like, you bought quite a bit. When you first started out, this is how we met, right? When you first started out, Tone House. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, came yeah. over to City Music and then I was like, helping you and Justin out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah just keep seeing y'all come over. Yeah, because <laughs> like, I knew, I know, I knew of you, but I knew, I heard of your name, right? Yeah. But I didn't really meet you before, like in a, in a circle. 
Yeah, I, I actually went there. Actually, my contact was Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but when I bought the Zoom, I remember you were at the Zoom station. And then you yeah. the one that explained it to me. Then after that, somehow I just kept talking to you. And then Mike, I don't know about you, Mike. Yeah, then Mike, after that, Mike came out and you know, talked about all the other stuff. Yeah. Okay, for anyone who might not know what is Tone House, this, I have the website pulled up now. Sorry, Jace cannot see the shirt. <laughs> but this is Tone House Studios. And uh, Ma started this. So mm. they are located very near to us. We yeah. are on second floor of B Center. They are at the third floor of Park Lane. Mm. Is it third floor? Third floor. Always get it wrong. Like, walk over to P Center, they go up to the third floor. And like, yeah, where's your shop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, they are just next to each yeah. other. And then it's just like, very confusing. But the mall yeah. is Ling, so that's fine. Yeah, people, yeah, they should still want to confuse the two buildings as one. Yeah. But, like, uh, so, like, Tone House is my favourite studio. Like, not being biased, but it's, it's great. Right? I think the, I think possibly the best looking studio in Singapore right now. It's, to me, it's, it's the best, like, in terms of, like, equipment, so in, terms of, in terms of, like, appearance. I like, see so many bands going in and doing, like, MVs, like, video shoot, cover videos. Like drum covers. I saw the one before the lockdown with the, the astronaut drummer. Oh, funny. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 right. Because it looks so aesthetic. It looks like, it looks professional and is professional, right? It's, everything is great. The drum kit sounds good, right? The amps sound good. Right. So, like, it, to me, it's the best studio. But, like, what makes you want to start a studio? Actually, actually, yeah. about, the amp, about, about the guitar amps, right? Uh, it's, it's like a continual headache for me. Yeah. Because when I first set up the studio, I went around asking so many guitarists, what M do you want to see in the studio? Mm. And nobody could agree on that. Yeah. Everyone gave different answers. There is guitarists are just fickle, mm. they're confused, and they're picky, and they don't know what they want. You might as well just ask them what is the best guitar, and then you just yeah. uh, sit there for two hours. Like guitarists, right? Am I right? Yeah, I agree. What sounds good, what doesn't sound good. Yeah, yeah and, and it's, it's, there's more, more consensus as to that. But then guitarist is like, you know, like, I, I've had guitarists come into the studio and say, uh, I want a Marshall. Yeah, I, I understand, I understand the Marshall thing, but yeah. the fact of the matter is that the Marshall thing is, uh, it, it's, it's very niche nowadays because yeah. guitarists are going into like building their own pedal boards, their own M scenes, and like half of them are saying, I want to go direct, I don't use the M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, most of them just want a clean sound on the end. They don't really want any of the preamps on the on the end, you know. And it, yeah, it's just so very. I even had a couple of bassists coming in and say, "Can I go straight to the mixer?" I'm like, "Wow." <laughs> uh, but what the monk bass? Oh, really? Be, I mean, because the bassist has their own MC and stuff also. Yeah, like, yeah. How you mean like the okay, like the effects and all that? Uh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't want the they don't want the the cap to color the sound. I'm like, I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you go to a PA then your own bass like a okay, uh, like, like a proper bass M, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, like okay, so like I also use modulus, right? But like if there is a if I go to the studio and then there's like a bass M and cap, right? Then I'll just run a bass M and cap, But usually I just like. Worth, I just usually just bypass, I go in the yeah, effects. Yeah, yeah, just effects return, right? Yeah, I just send an effects return, and then yeah. like, so you have a actual cap pushing air. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. It's going to sound way better than what's coming from the PA, because the PA is not going to be, it's not going to be, have the same bass response yeah. as the cap, right? Yeah, yeah. It's convenient for when you are gigging, 
right? So you have your IRs in your load, like to, yeah. to capture the sound of what it sounds like through a cab, yeah. right? But nothing beats the feel of a real cab, right? It's convenient, yeah. but it's not the real thing. Yeah, that's another thing. It's like uh, I what I realized that when I was when I was going out to perform is that we spend I used to spend a lot of time tweaking like preamps and sounds. Mm. Uh, into like an amp or into your headphones or whatever and then when you you think you've got a perfect sound you go out and play on the stage everything is wrong mm. it sounds bad it sounds boomy it sounds yeah. like everything is like nothing is cutting and yeah exactly. and, yeah then then you go back home and then you tweak it and then you go to another stage and then the same shit happens again so so it's i think i think sometimes people spend too much time Creating a ideal sound in their bedroom. Yeah, but but it, not, it, it won't translate. It will never translate. Yeah, it, it doesn't translate out into a life setting because so there's so many factors. Yeah, the kind of you're using the kind of PA the house is using, the kind of mixer the house is using, the kind of sound man you get. Yeah, and no, like even no. like the amount of people in the room. Yeah, yeah, exactly. the amount of people in the room, the size of the venue. Mm. Yeah, it just takes one sound man to mess around with your EQ, put like a hard compression on you. Yeah, and then you just gonna sound like a bass. I, I've had it before, I like I had a gate on my bass. It's like you know, I play soft and I couldn't hear anything. And then, and then you yeah, you know you know that's the gate, like, yeah. Yeah. And, and it was just and his and 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 yeah, those kind of strange things happen in the live situation. Like, so Yeah, it happens, it happens. But I had uh I had a show where like it was like either all, like all the bass or no bass. All the bass are no bass. Like when you when the when the drummer like even not just like for me yeah, when the drummer hit the kick right like the whole room like shakes yeah and it's like not in a good way yeah. Oh yeah, why well, really hit that? And then it's just like you tell him it's like too much and then there's then suddenly just nothing. Uh, like, it's like all the bass or no bass. I mean yeah. like it happens or it happens right. I mean, not all some men are equal. Uh, some, some are better than others. Just like musicians. Yeah. And, and, but I guess um, like, when you, once you get into playing like regular venues, you sort of like, you know people, right? And then you kind of like get used to how the acoustic sounds. But even then, like, you know, it changes from day to day or so. Yeah, it does. Yeah, even like, yeah, like you said, the amount of people in the place. And yeah, and, and the sound man is, yeah, it really makes a huge difference to, to yeah. everything. Even like how things are placed on stage. Mm, that's true. That's true. I think MLD is really about like knowing your tone, like knowing how to add, get to your tone. Exactly. Like, no matter where you go, you sort of get your tone. Yes. I yeah. think like like when I hear you play, like no matter where I hear you play, it's always like I can hear like that's my like, mm-hmm. like your bass, your the way you play. Even if you, I say even okay, yes, your bass sounds great, but I think even if you play a different bass, it will still sound like you because you know how to get to your tone. And I think yeah. the most important thing, uh, yeah, that's 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 what that's what every bassist should and yeah. guitarist should, should I guess work towards that. It's like developing their own sound in their head. Yeah, all of us will move over to move towards a certain tone or tones throughout our career, and then mm-hmm. we all we become a voice. And then when when you when when something doesn't sound like you, you feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. and want to make it sound like you. You know, whenever yeah. whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think like. Like bass, I think that's why like bass is usually a bit less fussy about amps, right? Cause, yeah. You know, we, we like, but then like guitarists, like you know, they want to like change. They don't want a Marshall stack, right? Because they want their sound. They want their sound. But I, I feel like you know, if you know how to, if you can get like, say you have like you have your fenders inside, right? If you know how to saturate the right way, you know you can get very close to a Marshall sound if you want to. 
Tapi dia sangat accurate. Uh, I don't know eh. Because I okay, I don't know lah. My thing is because like guitar is like um there's a lot of different types of sounds. That is true also. Right? Uh-huh. There is like from just clean all the way to to like super heavy distorted stuff. And then like depending on that, there's like whichever like M you want to get or you know. So that's why you get different answers because primarily people are interested in different types of music. But I guess for basis is a little bit um less uh, you know not so wide spectrum of sound. Yeah, right? yeah I guess so. Like like also like rarely do basses distort their tone so much, right? Yeah. Like in, I I think there is a because what kind of drive also like I don't need to say yeah. uh, <laughs> okay. actually, actually I I would have to disagree there. <laughs> I I really I really enjoy my my dark glass now. Yeah, yeah, yeah dark glass is the best. It it. It's not, it, what, what do I have? The B7K. Yeah, you got the B7K. Uh, it's actually not very aggressive. Like, I have the drive on max. Mm. I've got the blend on max. So it's like full, almost full pedal sound. Yeah, because like, there's an attack and, and grunt, an attack and grunt switch, right? Yeah. So you to, uh, and then you can change your toner centers. Yeah, yeah. Right, so like using that, if, see, if you know what, like, say if you want like a more low end growl, then you yeah. go for the low 250 hertz. Your mid range is the 250 hertz. Uh, but if you want a very aggressive dark, like the dark glass sound, like the nolly prop sound, right? Then you go push your 750, push your 1k. Actually, like your treble. actually, I I have it. I have I have my high my high mids and highs like at uh, 10 o'clock. It's crazy. It's like my ba- if my bass is flat, right, and the high mids and the highs are on 12, right? Mm-hmm. It's so sharp. Yeah. It like hurts the ears. It, it, yeah, yeah. it can be super twenty. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It, 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 a bit too much. Uh. Yeah, but I, so you need I, to I, know I, how to play with it. And I think like one thing I realized is that like I don't sometimes I use it to cut. See I put the meats right at one K, right? Yeah. And then I cut the meat. Yeah. And then that works also. Oh I, I we are going on a different tangent again. Oh my god. <laughs> but okay, okay. The point I wanted to make is that is that is that is that sometimes like a distortion and overdrive on on your bass, right? Mm. It's it's usually lost in the live mix. Eh? That is true. That is true. Because yeah, that that was also what I thought uh, Because that's yeah, why it's not like a, like a the, forefront kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it will get it will get confused with the guitar. Mm-hmm. Okay, the guitars yeah. and the bass are distorting at the same time. Chances are you're just gonna hear the low end of the bass and then the distortion on top, and you yeah. won't hear that the bass has distortion on it. Because mm-hmm. I, I I've I've tried so many settings on like distort like overdrive and all that right, and I think it sounds fantastic like on stage like I'm like killing it. Uh-huh. Then I go downstairs and I ask, can you hear my overdrive? Like I ask a, a legit guy who actually knows yeah. what he's talking about, and he says, I can't really hear that. Like wow, yeah. How I mean it's like because like you we are so used to hearing like just the low end of this. Yeah. So like when you hear overdrive, you just don't think it's bass. Yeah, yeah, especially especially when there's so much highs really in the, the room. Yeah. And yeah, just sad. Yeah. Probably only work in like a track setting. Yeah. So I think like, okay, I mean like, okay, I usually, I parallel, I distortion, I parallel distort. La. So like I have a compressed low end and then I distort the high end. So that sort of works for me. But then but it really depends on the situation. You're still using the Helix? Uh, no, I'm just using, right now I, I sold my Helix. He's using my X8 now. Yeah, I stole I stole Arvin's X effects. Using X effects. Yeah. Holy. 
Yeah, it's just an AXA la, but like, cause I buying the newer DSP, Quad Cortex. So, but then like, only ship in September la, so temporarily I using an SFX. Oh, you're bringing it No, 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 I, no, I pre-order myself. He ordered himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then I, okay, I think like this goes, like it just goes back la, like, you know, you need to know how to get sound, what is your sound, what kind of sound you like, and then you need to work, like know what affects that sound. Right, how do you derive that sound? So like, no matter, what M you use you can get very close to what that sounds like. Yeah. But then again, like if you if they really want, yeah, I think I I said we lend you some Blackstar M's, and then you can try like because like you know Blackstar they were from Marshall, like the people who started Blackstar they were from Marshall actually. Oh, is it? Yeah. So you can actually get a Blackstar to get to sound like a Marshall. So like oh. there's a there's a there's a ISF knob right the infinite shape feature. So if you go all the way left, right, it's a US sound. So it's like very Mesa boogie sound. And then you go, so it's very, very, it's like more high mid, very more tighter sound. And then like if you go all the way to the right, it's a UK sound. So that's a Marshall sound. So it's very dark sounding. So I will lend you some Marshall, uh, Marshall, Blackstar amps. And then sure. we'll see what people say. Uh. Sure. So guys, next time, if you want to try some Blackstar amps and in a live band help. setting, I mean, you can come here and our shop and try. But if you want to try it in the M set, like a band setting, right, a live setting, right, go to book a, tone, a session in Tone House and go try it. Yeah. You want to, you actually, if you guys want to try anything, just let mm. us, let us or Ma know, then yeah. we will just stand over. <laughs> yeah, we can walk in, like, you know, we can just like, can just, like walk over. <laughs> like, you want to try things in a live setting, right? Say, like, maybe you want to try our subs, or you want to try our PA in a live setting. <laughs> yeah, partnership with Tone House. It's like you get one call, two calls every day. Hey, this I got session. Can you bring this over for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean like, like, must be reasonable if it's a reasonable request, right, we can definitely work things out. Mm. Mm. Oh, I could like put a minimum number of hours, like minimum three hour living room session, like that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that, that could work out. That would be cool, actually. Yeah, or like minimum, or like let's minimum three hour bookings in general. Like, okay, uh, our, our, we'll, we'll discuss this in private next time. That's, <laughs> that's after this entire CB yeah. period over. Oh, oh.